A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Hard Currency, the Financial Times podcast on the big issues in the foreign exchange market. And the big issues this week have been about Donald Trump's protectionist tilt and moves around the pound from the debate in Parliament on Article 50 and the Bank of England Monetary Policy Meeting. I'm Roger Blitz and with me to discuss these issues is Atanasios Van Fakidis of Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. Welcome, Thanos. It's still pretty open as far as Donald Trump and protectionism is concerned about how this is going to play out, Thanos. Do we know enough? It's still very early days, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's too early to tell. Definitely the market was complacent after the uh, US elections. But uh, so far this year, President Trump and his administration have focused a lot on uh, policies towards trade protection. This has not been reflected in actual policies. It's still too early in any way. But this has caused some market concerns because many investors were expected that perhaps President Trump would be more pragmatic after he's elected. A lot of rhetoric, a lot aimed at Mexico and the peso. By the way, the peso is having rather a good year against the dollar. Is the rhetoric being overdone? Is the jawboning having an opposite effect? It depends. I think the Mexican peso is a special case. It was already reflecting substantial uh, risks. The market uh, has been uh, very short, uh, the Mexican peso. So it really it really depends. And some of the statements uh, by the new U.S. administrations, I think the market does not expect that will lead to actual uh, policies. Ah, but there is also okay. a lot of asymmetry. For example, although the Mexican peso does reflect some protectionism risks, the Canadian dollar does not. Yes. On the impact, we had the euro being under attack, Peter Navarro blaming Germany for an undervalued euro. Is that a part of rhetoric or is obviously it's not going to be hard action on that, is there? Or are we going to see some kind of weak dollar policy coming out of the US? I think there are two points here. One is that uh, the paradox in the Trump policies is that most of them are positive for the US dollar, but also he wants to improve the US trade balance, so he doesn't want a strong dollar. So it should not be a surprise with such statements, he will continue leaning against uh, the strong dollar, but this can only have a temporary impact. As concerns the Eurozone and Germany, there is no doubt that Germany's uh, large current account surplus is a problem for a Eurozone itself, but this is not the result of currency manipulation. And although the euro has been weak recently, given the ECB policies, in recent years, the euro was too strong when the Fed was printing money through its QE policies. So it's more the result of relative monetary policies and inflation differentials rather than direct currency manipulation by Germany. Okay. Who's going to suffer in the end of the day from US protections? Which currencies are at risk? Actually, in a recent report, we considered three different uh, scenarios, uh, um, higher trade protection in the US, a tailored scenario of a global trade war, mm. and an even worse scenario in which a risk of market uh, moves causes repatriation. It depends on the scenario, but I would say the best way to hedge long-term trades will be to be still long the US dollar, but against the Australian dollar, the Canadian dollar in G10, and the Korean won in EM. Uh, these trades can do well even in the scenario in which the U.S. does not move towards protection and the dollar rally 
continues. Okay, and the yen, how will the yen do? It looks like Shinzo Abe is trying to offset some of the attacks that uh, Trump has been making against Japan. Dollar yen is binary. It is definitely the best way to position for a positive scenario in the US. But definitely if we see a negative scenario in trade protection, dollar yen will uh, suffer. So it depends uh, on your views. We are relatively constructive. We also believe that the new BOJ framework is in the right direction and uh, will help weaken uh, the yen at a time when we have inflation surprises because of real uh, rate differentials. But definitely it is a risky trade at this stage, given the question marks about the direction of the new US administration. Okay. Now, Thanos, you've been playing game theory with Sterling. Tell us all about that. Why are you doing that? Well, when you have a negotiation, uh, it's always uh, a case for uh, game theory. And uh, in a recent report, we look uh, specifically on the issue of transition. Now, everybody is focusing on the final deal between the UK and the EU. But the truth is that we have two deals. One is the Brexit deal, for which we have the two-year deadline, and the final trade agreement, which we know will take much longer. So you need something in the interim period to avoid going through a cliff to the WTO rules. This is a transition period. Now, you can easily use a game theory framework to show that both the EU and the UK are better off agreeing on a transition, but the politics in reality can be more complicated. So there is a risk that because of ugly politics, we're going to get the worst case scenario, which is not transition. But who won the game? What was the outcome of the game for you? The outcome of the game, uh, at least in theory, is that both sides agree on a transition period Hooray. to provide <laughs> enough time to come up with the proper balance between labor market policies and trade policies. Yes. It's a give and take. So the both sides need time to come up with the ideal outcome. Is that why you think sterling might be looking a bit healthier? This is part of the reason. Definitely the strong data has a lot to do with that. But overall, I think uh, the issue of transition uh, will be extremely important and increasingly important for sterling because whether we're going to get a good trade deal or not, it will take years for now to know. But mm. if you get a transition, at least uh, at a minimum, you kick the can down the road. And this, given the strong data so far, will support sterling. For a similar reason, if you don't get the transition, I think the data will suffer and sterling will weaken as a result. When do you think we will know about a transition deal? When do you think the market should really be starting to price in a price for sterling based on the likelihood of transition? Unfortunately, it may take a while. I, I think you uh, might say that. Yeah, it is quite unlikely that we're going to see much progress in any Brexit-related negotiations before the French and before the German elections. Well, the French isn't that far away, but the German one is much further in down. In September. The, yeah. So I will expect that the real negotiations will start at the end of this year and most of the progress will take place next year. Okay. And so given that, you keep sterling in, in range and look more closely at the data? For now, it's a range. I think uh, we're going to see lots of headlines, although we're not going to see much progress in negotiation. But as long as the data remains good, I think we'll be playing the range because the headlines will be very volatile. Mm. We're also long volatility in sterling against the US dollar. Uh, vol is underpriced given the headline uh, risk. But I believe uh, that towards the end of the year, it will be the time to start building long sterling positions if you believe, as we believe, that we are going to get some kind of a transitioning agreement in early 2018. Okay. And just finally, Thanos, have you been long dollar? Yes, we are long the US dollar. But are you coming off that a little bit? 
tactically. At the end of uh, last year, because the dollar moved uh, too much too fast, mm -hmm. we were tactically short. We weren't about a correction. Mm -hmm. But following the sell-off, uh, now we are along the US dollars. We believe that we have seen too many negative headlines. And in the next couple of months, the focus of the US administration will be on fiscal policy, which will be positive for the US dollar. Okay. My thanks to Thanos Vampakidis of Thank Bank you. of America, Merrill Lynch. Join us again for another edition of Hard Currency next week. Shinzo Abe's visit to Washington will be on the agenda. Until then, goodbye.